Are you guys ready up there? All right. All right, quiet on the set. What's up, beaches? Welcome to Adventures in Movies. My name is Nathaniel Muir, and I'm the movie editor at AIPT. You might remember me some from such movie theaters as the Alamo Drafthouse, which is about 25 minutes from my house, or the AMC, which is about 5 minutes from my house. Joining me on these ongoing adventures is the man who, last year, watched 82 movies and only saw 12 trailers. He is a real movie fan. Such a real movie fan that two weeks ago, he got the name of an award-winning song absolutely wrong. And I don't, I don't care. I mean, that's cool that you don't care for yourself, but we have a worldwide audience, and you make me look bad. So. <laughs> also, I don't like how the intro started. I don't accept that. You don't accept that you made a mistake? You no, no. I accept that I made a mistake. Oh, okay, okay. I own it. I don't care, but I don't like that you call people beaches. Oh, it's from, so, I don't know if you've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. Oh, by the way, the Persona 5 Funkos you sent me, they look awesome. I know. Uh, I don't know. I think I sent them on Twitter. And, right. uh, well, usually I try to send out things that people like so I can start a conversation. But yeah. we have busy lives. And I just put awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I left it at that. I was like, of course, that's that makes sense because I think I'd sent you the Twin Peaks like uh, like a year yes, ago. Yes, yeah, two. you sent me the Twin Peaks ones also, so I like, which I have and love, and it, they're amazing. <laughs> um, for those who haven't played Persona Five, if you like JRPGs, you've played it. If you like RPGs, maybe you have, maybe you haven't, but you should. If you want to try something new, this is the game to do. And if you have a couple hundred hours to spare, this is the game to waste it on. That's true. Also, you could watch the anime and yeah. spend, I don't know, maybe about 10, 15 hours of your life. So you could just uh, get the plot that way, too. or And just not have fun. I wrote an article that it was the best game of 2018. Defending its crown from 2017. <laughs> I truly believe that there wasn't a game that came out in 2018 that was better than Persona 5. I don't want to hear about God of War or Spider-Man or Red Dead Redemption 2, which I love. You still play that game. You're still playing Red Dead Redemption. I haven't played it in like two days. (laughs) (laughs) When's the last time you played uh, Persona 5? I played it like two days ago also. I wanted to to start it from the beginning. It's a great game. You were telling me a really cool thing that the Yalamo Drafthouse had done. Yeah, um, so I, I, I was just uh, catching up on my on my Twitter feed this morning, and I saw that they were doing a pregnancy show. So a couple of weeks back, um, there was my friend trying to gather people, pregnant women. This story's off to a great start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, somebody was trying to gather pregnant women. Continue. <laughs> to watch uh, a showing 
uh, of a movie that's going to come out in a couple of weeks, The Prodigy. Yeah, what's and wrong with uh, Miles? That's on the poster. What's wrong with Miles? Is it? I don't. I don't. I but not Miles Morales. No. Or Davis. Is Miles the? Oh yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> or Miles Teller. Power Tales. Or My- Miles Teller Tales. What? T- Taylor. Miles Teller. Um, Whiplash. Oh yeah. oh yeah. I forgot about that guy. What happened to his career? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, yeah, they start doing this uh, view- this viewing out in Austin, right? And they got a, a good showing of people to watch this movie, and I've heard good things out of the the websites that reviewed it. A good, you know, I like that Alamo Draft House does this thing, and we yes. go to Alamo Draft House a lot. So this is no um, endorsement by them. But if you want to have a good movie experience and you want to have, you know, if you're a specific uh, gender or you like to dress up like a clown or you have a dog, they do these things where you could just go and enjoy it. And they did it it for Wonder Woman. They did it for It. uh, They did it for Isle of Dogs. Right, right. Uh, Actually, we got to dress up really fancy for a Phantom, Phantom Thread. Thread. That's right. It was a black tie affair. Yeah. yeah. So we get, they, they do really cool events to bring out the movie goer. Yeah. And they have uh, theme nights basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And this is no different. You're bringing the pregnant ladies <laughs> to be fucking scared over their future newborn. It's very original. I really, when you told me about it, I, I didn't know what direction you were going in, but it's such a cool idea. Yeah. Um, when we saw Hereditary, they had the heart rate challenge, which oh, not so much a theme, fuck. but they were checking people's heart rates. And uh, you mentioned the black tie affair that we went to. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, the favorite, um, it wasn't so much an affair, but they served a theme dessert. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they have uh, a bunch of little things. I think for uh, Christmas, they had the, you'll shoot your eye out. That's beer, right. That's right. Is, yeah. You know, from Carbock. Be a brewery, but you know they have these small little things that make the movie experience go a long way. Right. Um, I can't really say that for like Cinemark or AMC. Right. Maybe they try to do it, but that's a good point. Um, I've well, I like going to move to the movies no matter what. However, a theme night does make it more enjoyable, and it can turn a bad movie into a very enjoyable because this the prodigy. I don't know how it's going to go. <laughs> However, a theme night like that sounds very entertaining. Mortal Kombat was a great experience. Now, I ended up enjoying the movie either way when you and I went and saw it. But we went to a movie party for it that was super fun. I really, yeah. really enjoyed it. And this is just last year. Like in, in, <laughs> We're in our 30s, like waving glow sticks around for fatalities. Selling get over here. And it's just very fun stuff. But And that what makes... Movie experience is really good. Because uh, I think I did a Fight Club a couple of months or years ago. And I feel like I want to go see it with somebody that kind of dressed up like Marla. And that kind of right. ruined it because it's not one of those kind of experiences. Why don't you go dressed as Tyler Durden? Because you do have the body for it. Oh, no, I don't at all. But thank you for <laughs> saying that. Uh, I also hope she doesn't listen to this, but, uh, I thought it was a weird experience because nobody else dressed up 
And I felt like if more people dressed up for the experience, you know, as a beat up, washed up, right. can't sleep person, that'd be great. You know, that's Fight Club's a hard movie to dress up to. I think. Well, you you could find a way to dress up. I mean, you could be a Project Mayhem dude, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A pretty boy like Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah, that's with a I huge am. black. Yeah, you, you are very Jared Leto, <laughs> which is why I've asked for your autograph multiple times. <laughs> it's true, he has. Um, so, continuing with people dressing up and being very toxic with their fandoms, um, Ghostbusters 3. Yes, um, okay, so dressing up popular costume, probably most of your childhood and even to this day, super popular costume. Yeah. Uh, the 2016 reboot with all women was controversial. Um, for whatever reason, people were upset that women were go- uh, Is it fair to say that? People were upset that they cast women as Ghostbusters? I believe so. It, I think people were like, you're ruining my childhood and right. you're fucking up everything with casting all women. Let me remind you that there is a Ghostbusters 3. They yeah. said it in a video game. Is Ghostbusters 3. It takes place after Ghostbusters 2. Right. And it was better than Ghostbusters 2. Actually, the Ghostbusters All Women was better than Ghostbusters 2. Right. And I would say a little bit better than, a little bit funnier than um, the original Ghostbusters. Uh, I'm a big fan of the original. Second one, uh, I can go either way on it, but I understand the love for it. I don't understand why people were so upset that these four... They'll ruin my childhood thing. I don't understand. Um, the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd, I don't know if you've ever listened to that guy. Uh, I'm sure you did when you were like 15, right? Or <laughs> No, I don't... Th- this is the thing, like, I don't listen to a lot of uh, people that have like, angry on their thing or call themselves like a well, nerd. The, back in the day when it was <laughs> cool to listen to those, I remember... No, well, he put out um, a video, I remember, saying that he was going to watch uh, the reboot because it had ruined his child, because it was women. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there's an offense like, no, I have nothing against women, but it's like, well, maybe you don't, but if you're not going to watch a movie because women are in the lead, then that's kind of weird. But that kind of all leads to something Leslie Jones said. Um, so last week was the reveal that there is going to be a Ghostbusters 3. Directed by Jason Reitman, the son of uh, Ivan Reitman. And Leslie Jones tweeted this out. So insulting. Like, fuck us. We didn't count. It's like something Trump would do. I can't do a Trump voice because I'm sick, but... Quote, gonna redo Ghostbusters. Better with men will be huge. Those women aren't Ghostbusters. So annoying. Such a dick move. And I don't give a fuck what I'm saying. Now... Leslie Jones, I would say, got the worst of all that hate during that time. She's a woman, she's a minority, and people just went off on her. I think she's wrong, though. I really do. Now, I've never seen Ghostbusters, so it's kind of weird for me. But I will say that everything I've heard from the about the reboot is it's good, better than the trailer, because the trailer was awful. But it's not great. So Leslie Jones, I think, is... I don't, I don't agree with your opinion. Um, then why are you here? You're <laughs> supposed to agree with everything I say blindly. That's true. Uh, no, I don't agree. I did see the movie. Uh, I did enjoy. It. I did really enjoy it. Um, I, it's 
it's, you know, when the movie came out, it's time to recognize more these women. I mean, if you, like, you got Melissa McCarthy, you have, who is a strong lead. You yeah, know, I like she her. May, she might Sometimes. make the same kind of movies. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she might make the same kind of movies over and over, but who didn't, uh, during the nineties, during the eighties, you know, you have, yeah. sort of, you have, you know, so you get typecast and Paul Feig, who has a really good, like, like range, this, well, not range, but like a quality of work. He does. He's done some good stuff. Uh, he's like directed the office. He's done so many, like uh, a simple favor from last yeah, year. Which, simple, yeah. Yeah. So he has a good, like pedigree, pedigree. Yeah. Of, of things. And this just showed him like he could do comedic work and have these women like be funny, be themselves and objectified men because it was really funny. And I did see this scene. I saw a few scenes with um, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And, and <laughs> they are pretty funny. Yeah. And they're all, f- and that's the thing is like, if you go back to see the original Ghostbusters, it's not, a lot of ha ha. It's like it's true. This man has no penis. Is hilarious. Yeah, but it's not like it has like one liners from Bill Murray. It doesn't have a lot of like um good <sighs> set of jokes. And one of the things that that this is one of the things that this movie has. It actually has better jokes, and it's made for the time. It's just like Ghostbusters was, and Ghostbusters two. Well, Ghostbusters two was like the cash in, right. but. And and I see and I see Ghostbusters three as that cash in, and am I going to go see it? Most likely, I will. I was going to say, but does it deserve to cash in on it? I don't like these movies. Like I don't de- think they deserve the cash in anymore. I mean, th- like sure, like if we ever have children, and mostly of our listeners will have children, just show well, these movies that they grew up on. This is this is why. The whole thing, like, my dad sat me down right. to watch a movie. It's because he enjoyed it. Right, the, right. I absolutely agree with that. So. But Leslie Jones, you I, agree with her being upset about it. Because I don't. Okay, I've only seen maybe 20 minutes of Ghostbusters. So you don't have an opinion on the movie. I do so. have an opinion. What, what I can tell you, you don't have to see something to, ha- to have an opinion on it. You don't. Like, like I can't, I can't tell you objective. Uh, I can't give you my opinion on the movie, but I can give you an opinion based on what other people told me. And everyone's told me. Everyone has told me, good movie, better than expected, but no one has told me, man, I hope they make a sequel for it. I did want a sequel. Would it be a cash-in? You just said you don't like cash-ins. Well, I mean, it's like, like, okay, so we're just, let's talk about like uh, Aquaman. You know, we didn't like okay. it. There's plenty of people who liked it. It's going to get a sequel. It made a shit ton of money, though, so... That's the thing. Like, even though this movie didn't make the profit, like the money that it was supposed to make, it's still gonna get a sequel. Okay. So, you, it, Ghostbusters three is a sequel to whatever it is. Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters got, you know, its sequel. Right. Ghostbusters two. There's money for a video game. There's money for licensing. So right. at this point, you know, Ghostbusters has been in in our lives for thirty years. You might not know it, but like. It's been, there's cartoons, there's comic books. Yeah, it's been around my whole life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. since I was like five, Ghostbusters yeah. have been in my life. So, like, yeah. this is a thing, like, they're fucking over the woman. That's the way I see it. They're fucking over the woman that, who put a lot of time and effort to make this to right. get a bunch of old ass people. By the way, one of the main cats, 
is dead. Right, right, right. So how can you, if you're going to work that into the story, great. If you're going to like not even mention it, why even bother? So I do think Ghostbusters 3 is a cash-in. Right. If we didn't see uh, go- female Ghostbusters 2, which is a more deserving movie. That's a very hot take. But you're right. I haven't seen it. So maybe I can't say that it, but based on what I've heard, which conjecture, anecdotal, so. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's like a, like you're going to a restaurant, oh, I haven't heard good things about it. And then right. you finally go and you're like, oh, hey, that was pretty good. Like you, you kind of have to taste, taste it for yourself so you can make that. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to watch this Ghostbusters reboot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. I mean, I, I it's been on the list. Just you know, get around to it eventually, type of list. But I will make it a point to watch this list, this movie, before we record next. I will okay. give my unbiased opinion. I, I think Leslie Jones like was just treated like shit when that movie came out. Like people really targeted her. But I think I think I don't think she's. I don't think she, I, I I understand why she's upset. I don't see. I don't think she should be upset. I, th- I honestly think she should, but this is where we're gonna like. Yeah, yeah, of course. We're gonna go back and forth, um, because she was the the target, and oh, it's by just, far it was. And this ugly. is just proving a point that toxic fandom exists. See, I don't. People clamored for Ghostbusters three, like a true sequel to Ghostbusters two. Like, yeah, and then when they announced the cast before anything was shot, people were. Un, unjustifiably, they were pissed off. Um, I'll have to see Ghostbusters to 2016 to see if they were truly fucked over. But based on what I've heard, right? Oh, it's um the Star Wars the Last Jedi thing. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it did. I mean, it it's bottom of the list. It's not my bottom. But the thing that's the thing is like. There's a lot of toxic fandom. And right. I think that's what, again, proving to have a lead or something that you're expecting not go your way. So there was, uh, I forgot what we're, we were watching, but there was a, it was it. Everybody was super excited to watch it, right? We, we read the, we read, heard the book. And then <coughs> we got this, we got to the movie and, you know, there's people more excited than the other people. It's just like this built of excitement. Right. You, an you, expectation. An expectation, yeah. And it just doesn't need it. It's not that it wasn't a great film. You were just expecting something. Yeah, else. it was it. And, yeah, go ahead, I'm sorry. And this is what people were in the fandom was expecting these original cast members. And they didn't get it. So they start. They lashed out. Relashed out. And same thing with Star Wars. There's people just lashing out. It happens in comics. It happens on almost every fucking medium. Right. And it's frustrating because you have this, not saying that your opinion is wrong, but this like negative, uh, look at, look out it. And so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. You guys are going to hear me coughing fine. in the background. I'm not feeling um, too well. But this is going to be a thing that like, you have to, you have to see it. You have to go out. Don't yeah. make any assumptions before actually seeing it. Even hearsay here, 
could be wrong. Yeah, that's fair. You're right. I and, know. and that's and that's also on on me. Right, because, right. Because like I could tell you, it's the fucking greatest thing out there. And you know, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. It is unfair of me to judge this movie, and, and I, I'm basing it on on my nostalgia for the mm-hmm. first two movies. Um, and I'm basing it on hearsay. So I will. I'm not joking around. I will make it a point to see this because everyone has told me I should see yeah. it. Like not one person has told me. Not one logical person, not one sane person has told me not to watch it. Everyone who's seen it has told me that I should see it. And I've seen bits and pieces of it, and um, it has made me laugh out loud. So um, I will, and then I will give my dissertation of <laughs> what Leslie Jones said. But for the time being, I will put my opinion on hold and defer to you. <laughs> Let's uh, take a small break so you could cough even more, and uh, we'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. I'm so sorry. I'm not feeling well. I was coughing while Danny was talking. I might do it again, and I apologize ahead of time. (laughs) I'm also sorry that Danny took advantage of me while I'm sick and while I'm trying to defend a movie that I've never seen before. No, attack a movie I've never seen before. Unfair, unfair. You are not a gentleman, sir. (laughs) Um, It happens. But but, but you have seen some movies this week. Yes, uh, so... I've had a busy week. Two weeks? Because we do this every two weeks? It has been two weeks, yes. Yeah, so I think uh, Friday I had a day off. I decided to do some uh, fun some fun mo- movie watching, and I watched uh, two documentaries that were out on streaming sites. The ones uh, that I said that I was going to watch yeah. and have not. Because uh, I thought we were going to have a nice conversation about them, but here I am. I know, I'm so it. sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, you are sick. I'll give you that right now. Oh, well, thank you after attacking me for 20 minutes. <laughs> Give me a reprieve. Uh, this movie, these movies are really, really fantastic watches. Um, you know, we live in social media, so you get to live some of this stuff through it. Right. And I remember, because this is not much of a spoiler, but... Uh, Blink-22 pulls out, so, like, I follow them on Twitter, and right. I'm a fan of theirs, and they're on, uh, Mark Hoppus is on Instagram, like, saying, I'm right. going to do this thing, and it's such a focus point, not, not a, like, a focus point in your life, so you're like, what the fuck's going on? Right, So you start right. seeing everything that's going through, like, these people's lives, like, in a matter of, you know, three days, six months, depending on what you're seeing, each documentary has their own viewpoint right uh, the netflix focuses more on the business portion of it and the hulu documentary focuses more on the influences by the way i i know you didn't come up with it but i i hate that word but continue (laughs) i do too but you're really good watches i recommend watching the netflix first and then the hulu if you have you know one or the other of course that's going to be your only thing but you know we live in 2019 that we might have to we are able to afford one or the other. You damn well should have both, but <laughs> you should at <laughs> least have one. Yeah, just have one. Or have Amazon and... There you go. Yeah, go from there. Uh, but you could always, like, you know, steal somebody's password and go from there. Um, well, not that we condone that. Oh, no, no, no. no. But, By but, the way, you need to renew your Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> I need to do that. Actually, I'll talk to you about that later. Um, and then I saw Glass on... Tuesday. What did you? I, I I'm really interested in what you thought about that movie because I've heard mixed reviews. You know, 
it's not the greatest. See, first of all, <laughs> I don't like the Unbreakable. I don't like Unbreakable. Right. And this feels more of a sequel to Unbreakable than what Split. And Split is just like a rando movie. Kind of, yeah. Like you're at the end of it, it's like, oh, well, we're gonna, you know, put this in here. Right. 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 And I guess it makes sense. But uh, if it works as an anthology film, like series, it works great. Right. Like, you don't have to, you know, think about it too much. So it kind of forces the connection? Yeah. Yeah. I heard that, um, I hope these aren't too big spoilers, but uh, uh, Samuel Jackson takes him a while before he gets his first line. Bruce yeah. Willis, uh, not in it so much. I think he's in it a lot. It's him and James, James McAvoy in it a lot. Really? Yeah, they're the two... Two pushing forces of this, right? Uh, Sarah Paulson is that her name? Yeah, I heard she's very annoying in it. I fucking love her. I yeah. think she's great. I've talked to people who who like because she's a good actress. Yeah, she's really great. I've heard that she's annoying, but not. I know she's a villain, but she's not. She's annoying, but not in the right way. Is what I've heard. I don't know, but I found her character more interesting than the metahumans, whatever right. whatever they want to be called. Um, but. If you're still deciding what to watch this this month, I say skip it because uh, this is probably not going to be. It wasn't a film for me. It wasn't a film for the group of people that I watched it with. Um, I think maybe one person might have liked it all. That whole group, right? And I don't know. I, I can never trust his opinion on movies because okay. he really liked Ready Player One. Really? Yeah, you know who it is. <laughs> um, well, in his defense, it is a very popular book. That's true. It's- uh, I don't know if you like that book either. Uh, I hate it. Yeah, I hate that book. <laughs> As a matter of fact, <laughs> one of the first articles I wrote for AAPT was how I thought it was the worst book ever, and someone called me a cunt <laughs> because of having an opinion. There you go. And more people are going to call me out, too, so whatever. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then the last movie I saw this weekend, uh, Kid Who Would Become King, it would be king, yes. Yeah, whatever it's called. I'm not, first of all, I'm going to... You know what? That's the second movie that you saw that I said I would see. So I was going to take my uh, godson to the serial party for it, but uh, yeah. he was actually sick. Oh. I think he got me sick. <laughs> no, Damn, but um, youth. I didn't get around to see it. So, But I do want to see that, though. Uh, this is, I think, my pick of the month. Like, If we had really? if we had a pick of a month, right. this, would, this would be it. Okay, like, okay. In the very... Uh, Hot month of January. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Hot movie yeah. month of January. Uh, this would be a movie to probably go out to see with the family. I go, want to go see it with right. my parents and my sister. Uh, it was just a fun adventure movie. Like, we don't get... It looks kid, like it. Yeah. We don't get kid adventure movies that much anymore. Um, mm-hmm. And this is just, like, again, like, a recalling of, like, children, like, 80s children movies with it, without the... It does have but, that feel to it. Yeah, I uh, would agree with you. Like, Explorers or something. Yeah, right. yeah. It was just fun, and it follows very closely to, like, the... Arthurian King. legend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's so crazy. Like, the little nods that they have to it for not only just King Arthur lore, but... Like, What's your favorite Arthur story? I mean, who told the best Arthur tale? Um, and the, the only one I really could recall a lot is the Sword and Stone, but the one... <laughs> the... Liar! You don't know any! No, because there's t- t- different ones, but isn't there one with Guy Ritchie that directed it? No, oh, I meant in literature. On oh, literature, I don't know. I don't read <laughs> Wrong books. show. <laughs> I don't read books. We said it was the closest telling to it. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, from like what you know from... The correct answer is Mort de Arter, Thomas Mallory. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just making fun of Simulator now. Yes, that was supposed to be a stupid joke. But uh no, like uh it's it plays like tributes to a lot of like the movies that came out before it. Right. So except you know, you don't get Lady in the Water or Lady in the Lake being corny for our author. Right, and that's what I was looking forward to the most. <laughs> How are they going to get around that? It's it's really good. I liked it a lot. It's a lot of really good. The Rebecca Rebecca Ferguson is really really good as a villain. Um, it's just it's a really good movie. Uh, right. Actually, another thing that we just talked uh, we actually we're talking about off, off mic, but uh, if peop- if you want a good enchantress, like look at uh, Rebecca Ferguson as uh, Morgana. It's really good. It's better whatever they designed for her for Suicide Squad. Right. But yeah, that movie was super fun. I really enjoyed it. I I I can't I can't go any more talking about it because I want I I will check it out. I want you to watch it so we can talk about it. I will check it. Well, I um you've seen new stuff. So (laughs) (laughs) other side of the spectrum, I've I've actually seen a few movies this uh, past two weeks. Also, um, I saw Double Dragon. A movie I saw as a kid, and I can't believe you'd never seen it. I didn't even know there was a Double Dragon movie, but uh, I saw it. And I actually wrote an article about it, comparing it to Mortal Kombat. Um, Actually got some feedback on Twitter about it. Most people were saying that Mortal Kombat was the better of the two movies. But um, going back to Double Dragon, it was so weird. Like (laughs) It uh, didn't seem to know what its audience was. There's jokes about Melissa Milano, very sexually charged jokes. But then there's like 8-bit soundtrack music. Yeah. <laughs> Super weird. Garbage Pail Kids like makeup effects. It was it was a movie that was trying to do everything that the video game tried to do. And like, Except I, the video game was cool and they were badasses. Oh yeah. And this they're geeks. I, I think they were trying to uh, yeah, you're right. They were trying they they get to know who their audience was, especially this is a time that like you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is a cool character, and so yeah, and Mario was like four. Yeah. yeah, so I think around this time, and this is my fun is like tidbit about how, uh, how this movie inspired me. Like it inspired you? Yeah, yeah, okay. right, right. And that does explain a lot. But yeah, so please. So in the movie, they have the medallion for the double dragons, right? The double dragon. Is so, the medallion, I believe, is that literally, yeah, something. I, like honestly, that, I yeah. don't remember much of this movie, so I'm going yeah, with yeah. what I really do remember. And basically, it doesn't really follow the plot <laughs> yeah, of the game. Yeah, there's games. no plot, yeah. yeah. Just go have fun with this movie. Yeah. And I think that's what they. That said. being said, in the game, didn't have much of a plot either, yeah. so. It's a beat em up. It's, yeah, it's, uh, you're trying to save your girlfriend? Who gets punched in the gut, yeah. Uh, so, I was, I think I watched this, we rented it at some mom and pop shop, like, you know, back where I lived in, uh, back in. East El Paso, right? Um, and we were we you know we were tight on money, but uh, so we had a uh, Payless uh, to buy shoes, right? And uh, Payless had official merchandise for Sonic the Hedgehog, That's right? Why right. I brought Sonic the Hedgehog, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and they there's this little game expansion called Sonic and Knuckles. Yes. And they had Sonic and Knuckles shoes. And oh. so I, what I did, I cut out the car, the cardboard box. Right. And this is how much Double Dragon, the movie influenced me that I cut out the Sonic head and the. You made numbers. your own Double Dragon medallion yeah, with, with Sonic something characters. that's fucking cooler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably. Yeah. So I, and I remember like I punched a hole through it and I made myself right. like this thing that I could get myself 
So you like a DIY medallion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, and I had imagination, and I was able to climb trees. You had an imagination, but you had no money. Yeah. Because you're poor. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I also saw that's Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> I also saw a movie um just came out this year called Painkillers. It's an indie movie. Uh, it's about a guy who loses his son and gets a strange disease that can only be cured by drinking blood. Oh, okay. It sounds like a horror movie. It's a straight up drama. <laughs> it's really, really weird. It's actually not a bad idea. Really weird pacing, bad dialogue. Um, it's very flimsy how they get from point A to point B, um, moving the plot. Yeah. But once he finds out about how blood can cure him, it picks up its pace. Um, it has uh, Madeline uh, Zima, I believe her name is. She was in the Twin Peaks The Return. She was a kid on The Nanny. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, she's a pretty big name. She's been steady for yeah. a long time now. Um, it's... A good idea in theory, but not in execution. Okay. And the final movie I saw, I like Giallos, if anyone's ever (laughs) read my review. I watch a lot of Italian horror movies. So I saw the forbidden photos of a lady above suspicion. And I had to write sexy right under the script. A very sexy movie, a very erotic movie, and that is a Giallo title, if I've ever heard a Giallo title. (laughs) So uh, I got the screener from Arrow Video and... This isn't a paid endorsement, but this is a straight-up endorsement for them. They have the best restorations. Like, watching this movie that was made in 1970, you can easily mistake it for something that came out, like, three months ago. It looked so, so good. The movie itself is a typical giallo. It's sexy, um, not much nudity, surprisingly. (laughs) (laughs) The 13-year-old in me wanted the nudity. Yeah, and you're like, giallo, that means, uh, breasts and blood, right? But, no, not, not especially gory. But super sexy, like very sexually tense. Um, awesome fashion, really when beautifully shot. It's a murder mystery. It's oh, a giallo. It, that's yeah. what giallo literally means. Is it's a it's a murder mystery. But it's definitely worth watching. Definitely, if you're a fan of giallo, you got to check out Arrow Video because the restorations they make are beautiful. I know they did the uh, restoration for the Reanimator. I think a couple of years back. And yeah, that they looked did. like an yeah. amazing fucking box set. They had an awesome box set for yeah, that. Yeah. So yeah, keep an eye. I do like the Arrow does that a lot. They're kind of like what Mondo does for vinyl, exactly. For, like for be like not like for horror film. Or right. They do, other uh, they do. They recently released Waterworld, actually. Yeah. Which, uh, from what I understand, is horrific to a lot of I need to do a rewatch on that one. I want to. Yeah, I saw it one time years ago, and I just remembered it was boring. <laughs> That's my memory of it. I remember Dennis Hopper. Uh, but yeah, so those were the movies that we saw this uh, these last two weeks. But we're ready to move on. Yeah, we're <laughs> it's a new month. We're going to go into the new month, and these are our recommendations for the following month of this. December of February, <laughs> and uh, we have some new movies for you to be on the lookout for the month of February. Yeah, we're well. Um, in a couple of days, you and I are going to be checking out a movie called Piercing. Which, by the way, I thought it was an old movie because that's what, <laughs> like, that's what uh, I'm in Tennessee, and that sounds like an old school movie title. Yeah, it does. It does, but it's it's a new movie based on a book. Um, it's about a man who and. I read a synopsis of a very brief. He is dreaming of killing his infant child, uh, okay, or recently born child. I mean, but he doesn't want to, of course, because that's bad. Yeah. So he decides yeah. to rent a hotel room, get a prostitute, and fulfill his murderous urges. 
and from their hilarity ensues. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the movie. Yeah, but um, it has uh, Mia Wasowski. Is that am I saying from Crimson Peak? Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. No, but uh, it, it really does look very interesting. Um, small little indie film, but I mean that's neither here nor there. It's either good or it's bad. And right, we'll be seeing right. that this Friday, and we'll talk about it next week. Uh, yeah, which we'll hear in a couple of weeks, whatever. Um, and then what I have because we have a lot of the same movies that we want to watch and would recommend, yeah. but mine uh, for the end of the month of for February is How to Train Your Dragon, Three: The Hidden World. Uh, I just really like the animation in these, and this is when I saw the trailer for it. It did give me the goosebumps, which is weird. Right. I think I like a lot of animated films, especially just because that's what I tend. To yeah, yeah, I get it. Tend to go for. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for this one. And uh, if you haven't seen the trailer by now, or this, you know, it's uh, there's another Sweet Tooth. I actually, you know what? I don't even know. I don't even know why I tried naming these characters. I don't know anybody. <laughs> there's a white dragon. That's exactly like the black dragon. And it looks and fun. A... And there's people that are trying to poach him. Go watch it. That's And it is a fun franchise. Yeah. And speaking yeah. of fun franchises, uh, both of us want to see the second Lego movie. Yes. Lego movie 2, the second part. <laughs> <laughs> now that's coming out in a week. Yeah. And uh, if it's anything like the first one, it'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, and you know, the fun thing about it is that they were showing uh, this Alamo Draft House already Cinemark, there is doing early showings yes. of this and it was super sold out. Right. So that that could tell you two things. It's it's people are excited to watch this. Definitely. And they're ready for it. And I was on Instagram today and Chris Pratt was essentially pitching the movie in Lego with his Lego figurines. Oh that's which cool. is really fucking cool. And there's a lot of like things like I'm starting to see a lot more promotion for it. So like they did the hot ones, the guy that right. does uh the, the wings and he it was in Lego form with right. Tiffany Haddish's character uh, eating, you know, hot, Lego hot wings. Right, right, right. And it looks fun. I, again, if they go out of their way for this, to make everything Lego, this is just one more step that this is, they know how to advertise their their movies. and make They do, fun. they do. And uh, they have a formula. Um, yeah. the first one's really good. And, and the trailers for this, like, I know you don't watch them and we'll talk about that later. But, um, it looks like it's going to be a fun movie. Another sequel coming out that we both want to see. And this one I think is a little polarizing, but, uh, we both want to see Happy Death Day to You. The fun one was, the first one was super fun. It was a cool <coughs> little take on, on the reliving the, the day over Groundhog and over. Day. Yeah, the Groundhog Day. Cause there's other ones that have done it too. Yeah. And I, they do mention this. <laughs> By name towards the end of the film. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie. Right, right. Uh, but she keeps on living the same day over and over. Right. So the second one, the same plot, but we have a side character who had like maybe 10 minutes of it's, screen time, yeah. which is fucking great. Like, I, I, I've never been so interested in seeing a side character's point of view because he's also reliving. It's super interesting. It's a cool idea based on. Because I've actually only seen the trailer once and. Uh, I kind of are like you. I know it's something to do with the side character yeah. going through the same thing at the same time. And uh, it looks really cool because yeah. what she's going through is crazy. And it was really fun. I know people were like, ah, oh, this is corny. <laughs> and it's not really. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. And it well exceeded my expectations. Oh, I'm really looking forward to what they do with this um, uh, sequel. Yeah. Also, you know, it's coming out on Valentine's Day weekend. So if you guys, you know, if you want to take Perfect date movie. movie. Yeah, it's a perfect date movie. Like you. Go have fun and have safe sex. 
I have no idea what that means, so we're going to take a break (laughs) while I think about that. May I have the envelope, please? And the Oscar for Best Picture is presented to... And the Oscar goes 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 to... And the Oscar... And the Oscar goes, and the Oscar goes to, the Oscar goes to, the Oscar goes to, and the Oscar goes to, the Oscar goes to, and the Oscar goes to, and the Oscar goes to, and the Oscar goes to, Slumdog Billionaire, and the American in Paris, Platoon, Birdman, Carrier to Fire, Driving Miss Daisy, Forrest Gump, from here to eternity, PG. Gandhi. Amadeus. Tom Jones. Ben Hur. Braveheart. American Beauty. The Apartment. In the Heat of the Night. Midnight Cowboy. Million Dollar Baby. Oliver. My Fair Lady. One Flew Over the Cuckoo. Rain Man. Patton. Ordinary People. Shakespeare in Love. The English Patient. Lawrence of Arabia. West Side Soft. Martin. No Country for Old Men. Are you supposed to say, and the Oscar goes to. And the winner is... 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 And the winner is... The winner is... The winner is... And the winner is... Chicago! Dances with Wolves. Terms of Endearment. The Deer Hunter. The Bridge on the River Kwai. Godfather. Godfather Part 2. The Hurt Locker. The Last Emperor. The Silence of the Lambs. The Sound of Music. Greatest show on earth. The artist. Out of Africa. The sting. On the waterfront. And the Oscar goes to. 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 The Oscar goes to. And the Oscar goes to. All right, so next we're going to talk about the Oscars. So, first, the big one Best Picture. Our nominees are. Black Panther. Surprise. Really? I think it's a surprise. Uh, <coughs> a couple of years back, we had Deadpool nominated for, or being pushed to be nominated yeah, for. Yeah, and it wasn't. And right? it wasn't, yeah. no. So I seen that Black Panther being up there as a superhero film is a big stride for it. Right. Um, well, in all fairness, it's not, this is, might be, I don't know if there's any comic book movies that have ever deserved to be nominated. So I don't think this is such a great push for the genre. And that they just, this is a good movie. It's a good movie, but I don't think it's Oscar worthy. Mm, we'll get to that. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Black Klansman. That was a very good movie. Good movie, yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Not as good. Yeah. The Favorite, which should win. Yeah. <laughs> Green Book. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Roma? Have not seen it. Really? No, I have And I should because it's one of my favorite directors, Alfonso Cuaron. Black Panther's better. Re- really? Yes. Um, A Star is Born? Really like that movie. And Vice. And I lied. I told you I had, I'd only not seen Vice and Green Book. I still haven't seen A Star is Born. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so, Black Panther. Um, um I think. And I know we're going to have our own show in this. We're going to have our predictions. But right now, off of this, um, I don't think Black Panther should win. I agree with you. Uh, the reason I said I'd walk back to that is I just wanted to read all the nominees. Yeah. But uh, I agree with you. Yeah. Good movie. I 
wouldn't even say it's the best of the MCU, but it's top three. It's top three, I'd say. Um, good movie, good acting, cool action, very comic booky, yeah, in a good way. I don't mean that in a very good way, but uh, I don't think it should be nominated. To be perfectly honest with yeah. you, I we were talking about generalizations earlier. I almost think this was a pity nomination. When earlier this year they announced they were going to have the category for was it best blockbuster or whatever stupid yeah. shit they were going to do. And again, I don't, I don't think that's necessary. I mean, the Oscars do show pedigree in, in these films. Uh, I'm not saying that Black Panther <coughs> is not worthy of that. I just think it has a really good director to it, and I just don't think that this is. Up there, especially with these rest of these movies. Well, the way I look at well, first of all, when it comes to the Oscars, I always think they're a joke, but, you know, I like movies, so I yeah. can't help but watch them. But um, I think a Best Picture winner should be transformative. Mm-hmm. Like something we'll be talking about, not just in five or ten years. Forever. Like 20, yeah, 25. Yeah, 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 yeah you're yeah. right, forever. Um, which is why one of the reasons I think the Oscars is a joke is Pulp Fiction is a generational movie. It didn't win. Forrest Gump won, which yeah. is a good movie, but not one that, you know, what did it do? Nothing. It pulled at the heartstrings. Uh, it's a good movie. It did a lot of things. So it it's better us. than it's better than Pulp Fiction. I like it. I like both movies. Okay, so you you agree with me is what you're saying. <laughs> Pulp Fiction is a generational movie whose effects are still being felt today. You can say that for every year, every, almost every month, there are movies that you'll watch and you'll say like, that makes me think of Pulp Fiction. Most recently. With okay, so yeah, there's going to be movies like that, but I think, um, I think this is how I grew up with. Pulp Fiction is a good movie, but I don't. That's an understatement. But <laughs> uh, I don't go searching for it because I know it's playing almost any time. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, it's like already embedded in our pop pop culture. So is Forrest Gump, but I don't see Forrest Gump being played. Well, as I'm older. Much. I'm older than you, and I'm telling you, uh, it came out in ninety. 93, 94? Uh, Forrest Gump? Yeah, 95? Maybe. Whenever it came out, mm-hmm. two or three years later, it was always on. For years well, and yeah, years and yeah, years. Yeah, but now, like, the now, thing- Pulp Fiction is not always on. It's what? everywhere, but you, you can't, you can't show it everywhere. It just, the language, you can't show it. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. Because it's I'm not goes- surprised because I have TV and I've had cable. Like, it's not on all the time. Forrest Gump was on all the time. Shawshank Redemption was it's on all, all the, the time. time. Yeah, that one's a movie that's... Yeah, which is also better than Forrest Gump. It came out the same year. <laughs> so was Quiz Show. They came out the same year. Which one? Quiz Show. Robert Redford directed about 21, The Scam. No. Hoop Dreams. I know it's a documentary. Yeah. Much better than Forrest Gump. I... But that's not the point. Yeah, that's not that's the, the point. The yeah. point is um, uh, Black Panther is not a generational movie. It's something that in five or ten years, it might... St- Stand up as a great comic book movie. Um, it's not gonna be one of those where it's like, okay, let's make our movie like Black Panther. Right. Whereas when Pulp Fiction came out, there was, I mean, with that movie that came but, out, the El a- Royale was like within thirty seconds, you're like, okay, someone really liked Pulp Fiction. And I, f- I feel it's more like Quentin Tarantino's thing is like, okay, I see the like you know the the inspirations of it, right, and. Yes, it's it's a good film, but I feel like uh, and because there's like La La Land that one, and where's right. that movie now? Uh, there's no. It didn't movie. win. Moonlight. Moonlight. Either way, yeah. either way, where are both movies? But you're right. That's not a generational. Yeah. Movie so either, that's, as good it is, that's the yeah, thing. Is like, I agree. I think if it's gonna cross 
gener- across generations, mm-hmm. it has to have a, a lasting impact. Because there's still going to be movies that are not nominated that last that's generations. Uh, fan and, favorites and cult classics. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And I think that's where Pulp Fiction lands. Same thing with Reservoir. Anything that I think is usually done by, it has wow. a style, like it has a style to it, will be generational. Like these have to be true, but you're looking at a film that's generational with good acting and a strong story. Now, if you take Suicide Kings, I don't know if you've ever seen it, Christopher Walken, Jay Moore was in it, came out like, I don't know, within a year of Pulp mm-hmm. Fiction. It has the exact same style. Okay. Yeah, it looks that uh, you have the people dressing the same, um, kind of had the, the storytelling uh, theme that they had with the interconnected stories or whatever. But uh, it's just not good. Mm-hmm. So the theme doesn't necessarily make it stick out. It's everything that right. Was everything else. And yeah. if you're going to get that, like with Bugs Life Ants, you know, these are going to be right. very similar type of films uh, that work <coughs> differently. But I think you know, with the success of what Pulp Fiction is, we just went completely fucking on a tangent. <laughs> um, it this again going to what people are trying to cash in. Right. This is Pulp Fiction was a thing. Let's do this. Simpsons did it. You know. Well, I'll say this. I'll say this. Yeah. I just saw a movie released in Germany, uh-huh. a German movie. It was called Shit. What the hell was it called? In German. It was basically Pulp Fiction in it. It had the same storytelling device. The characters didn't dress like that, but it had that dark humor. It was very violent. It it was pulp. It was. Pulp Fiction. Right. It was a totally different story. It involved magic, and it was about magic. these guys. Yeah, it's it's cool. It sounds <laughs> it's it's cool. That's the thing. That's how generational Pulp Fiction right, is. Right. And again, it's a it's, Bug's Life and Ants are two movies that are very similar. Pulp Fiction. You got eight but, heads uh, in a no, duffel bag. But I'm bag, saying like where things, people like with that Suicide Kings that you're saying like this right. was kind of in the same vein as Pulp Fiction. That's what I'm saying. Is like. There's people that are going to try, like, especially during this small period of time. Right, right. These movies come out and they're like, that worked. Let's fucking do that again. Right. Because they're like. Which is why I brought up the German movie that just came yeah, out last yeah. year. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm just saying that, like, because uh, Ants and Bugs Life, that just happened to happen at the same time. Right, and they were right, exactly. completely different films yeah, yeah. that had to do with fucking bugs. bugs yeah, you know, bugs, or yeah. ants. Uh, let's be honest, they were both ants. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, but where I th- and I think that should be how the when this segment should be should should these mo- like guess these top these best pictures are they gener like go across generations and the one that seems that way is Bohemian Rhapsody because like, what we talked about last last time the again, topic the, yeah the topic is essentially this is a thing that's going to go through because of the music it's right. a, it's a musical without being a musical. Exactly. It's going to go through every single point of everybody's life being, you're going to show it to your nephew. You're going to show it to, I'm going to show it to like, you know, you've ever have kids. Right. Um, this is going to be a thing. This is what I like as in music. You should enjoy this too. Right. It's going to go it, go through it. That, that is a film that's going to like bring people together and say, yeah, that deserves, that deserved to win. If it wins, it, you know, it sucked that it didn't yeah. win. Um, but, I think, like, Roma, in other words, is, like, showing the life of a maid, right? Is that what it is? Uh, essentially, yes. And it's just, like, you know, and it's a passion project for uh, Quaron. Right. And it's great that they're showing people of color. Like, the thing is... Yeah, like, it's cool. And they and actually, they do some really cool things with uh, 
planes, like symbolically. They yeah. do some really cool things with sound mm-hmm. and, and silence. Uh, it's well shot. It's not that it's a bad movie. Um, I just, I wouldn't call it the best picture of the year. Okay. Yeah. See, and that's like, and this is where I'm a little bit biased because in Mexican culture, we are still get kind of like casted aside for the white Mexican. Right. So right. showing a person that is of color in the main light is fucking great. And I'm not right. saying it should win because of that. It's great. And I think I might just see it this week and sit down and be like, all right. It's worth a watch. Yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. Uh, um, I've talked a lot about Star is Born. Yeah, Star is Born. And the favorite, all I'll say, is this. Uh, I don't know if it's generational. It's a period piece. It's a period piece. It's yeah. a well-acted period piece with a different story. This is yeah. the type of story you see in these type of movies. And I just think it's the best picture out of all these. Black Klansmen, you can also make kind of the same argument as Bohemian Rhapsody. And it's very much of a time because the Ku Klux Klan, even now, now yeah. is almost non-existent. White supremacy, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the Klan, they're not really... I mean, when I was a kid, that was like a real thing. But. Yeah. And I, it's still a th- thing now. But I think it's just showing like how... You know, you could bamboozle somebody into thinking one thing. You know, this is essentially just a story of a conmanship, and uh, it's an undercover story. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it Donnie Brasco. Yeah, it's a and it's a fucking great story, and it's also hits it's like really a good. Bit, hit like close to home because you know the author, someone from El Paso, yeah, somebody yeah. from El Paso, and it's cool. Again, these are things that I like. I want to root for because right. of things that I'm like because you're depending. a homer. I'm what? You're a homer. Yes. I don't <laughs> wait. What? No, you never heard that? Like. No. If, uh, like, if I was a UTEP fan, like, I love El Paso, I'm always going to cheer for the Miners, um, uh, we don't have a professional, uh, I'm always going to cheer for the El Paso Chihuahuas, and that's that, because I'm from El Paso, I'm going to cheer for El Paso. That's a homer. Oh, okay. Uh, the Mexican's going to cheer for the Mexican movie. Well, yeah, because... The, and the El Paso one's going to cheer for the El Paso movie. Mm, maybe. Not but, that there's anything wrong no, with no, no. that. No, no, no. Yeah, but I was thinking about your sports reference, I was like... No, I don't really. No, you're not. No, yeah. I'm just joking about the like, homer. No, no, I don't no. Really choose for... That's where it's yeah, that's yeah, the, get, or, get, that's yeah, the yeah, etymology. Yeah. Uh, actually, the one that I want to win is Star is Born because right, right, I right. really fucking enjoyed. it. I think it was. A good... I think. Um, I think we fucked up somewhere. Uh, death or not? Yeah, Death of Stalin. No Golden Globes. No Oscars. No nothing. So we were curious what happened. I'm thinking it wasn't eligible. I, I think that's what it... Because it, it it's too good of a movie to not be nominated yeah. for something, right? But, the, I mean, there's, like, great movies that did... Or even movies that had really good actresses, like Tony Collette. Yeah, Biggest Snub, like, right? Got snubbed. Biggest and Snub, things. yeah. And this happens every year. Like, we might think it's going to be a great... Like, a great fucking performance. Right. But people are just going to be like, nah, dude. It is, and it did come out in February, which is death for awards. Nine out of Black ten. Black Panther came out in February. Um, and Silence of the Lambs won and came out in January. Yeah, I want to so, say that. But, um, the thing with the uh, death of Stalin is, yeah, it, it came out early in the year and it has to go up against all of these things, but it stuck with me from February through mid December. Yeah, yeah. That was the best movie Until I had the seen. favorite came out. Until the favorite. But I mean, I had seen Hereditary. I had seen Black Klansman. Yeah. Um, Black Panther. I had seen Bohemian Rhapsody. I had seen all of these movies. But nothing left as much of an impact as Death of Stalin, but I'm thinking it wasn't eligible. I, I, I don't know how the, I wish I had, we had an insight of how all this, like, kind of works behind the scenes, but you, I think you do have to be a certain part of a club to, to be nominated. 
I know that they have a rule about you have to show for a week straight in New York mm-hmm. and in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. Right. You do have to submit your film mm-hmm. also. So that's a part of it. So but maybe it wasn't submitted? Maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe it did the festival circuit sometime in 2017 or I don't know. Right. I have no idea. But it's a huge shock to me. Tony Collette is the biggest surprise to me. And um, actually, we had a Twitter poll. And right. people thought that that was a big surprise, but the biggest surprise people thought was um, Bradley Cooper not getting the director the nominated for her. Which is, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. But then again, like, Spike Lee didn't get nominated all those years ago, and this is, like, one of his first, like, nominations, right? Uh, I'm the wrong person to ask, because I think Spike Lee is overrated. Right, but that's not a I'm not asking if he's overrated or not. The question is, was he nominated before? I, I don't know, because I don't think if he wasn't, then I don't think he should have been. So I, it, it wouldn't register. Because yeah, I'm also on that boat where, like, all right, yeah. he should have I don't, been. I don't think he has been. Because um, Do the Right Thing was, uh, the, the, like, the biggest I, like, famously yeah. snubbed. So I, I think infamously. Bradley Cooper did a good job. Like, same thing with, what's it, Jim did a good job with The Quiet Place. Quiet Place is really Yeah, Emily Blunt also. She Yeah, she did, she did really good. Like, again, I don't think... Bradley Cooper should have been nominated for Star Wars Born because there have there is better movies that were directed. Okay. Uh, even though I want that movie to win, right? Like I don't think the the Bradley Cooper should have been. It's not the direction that makes it the best movie. Yeah, exactly. that's a part of it. Yeah, but, it's okay. a it's a whole ensemble. That's what we're looking oh, at. Gotcha. And, gotcha. Um, and what do you think of that song "Swallow"? <laughs> I love, <laughs> it got, I love, it got nominated also. It, see, and that's a thing. Like, uh, where. Because I don't even, you know what? The thing with the like, music is so, like, original songs. So it's all all the stars from Kendrick Lamar, Zizza, all fight from from the R, RB, RBG. I haven't seen that movie. Uh, the place where lost, lost, the place where lost things go from Mary Poppins, uh, Shallow, um, When a Cowboy Trades His Spurs for Wings, which is a very funny song. Oh, Ballad of uh, yeah. Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Yes, um, yes, that is a very funny song. Yeah. It's a very funny song. And it's a good one. And it's it, a good yes, one. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I think Shallow might still has... It has some... It has a radio play. So so does All Stars. All, all the stars. Not All Stars. All <laughs> Stars is really good, too. All Star, I hear it all the time. Man. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I again, it's just me rooting for... Lady Gaga. What do you like? Yeah, yeah, that and I really, sense. I yeah. actually like all the stars as well. It really, I listened to the Black Panther soundtrack for a fucking long time. Right. That was like my substitute album for Hamilton. Hamilton, yes. <laughs> so, and that tells you how much you know. I, right, I and to. rooting for favorites. I mean, I hope that Into the Spider Verse just. Oh, I, we don't see the tally, but I hope it runs away with yeah, the award because not just because I think it was. I think it was the best animated movie of the year. It was but because it was it was mind it, that that was a generational film. Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. that should be actually in best picture, like Beauty and the Beast was. Back yeah, in that the should day. have been nom- that. I, I'm actually very glad it got nominated for best film yeah. uh, or animated, animated film. Yeah. Um, be- and the, the, it is a generational film because my uncle, <laughs> who doesn't see a lot of movies, is like that movie looks fucking cool. Like, in, of course, in Spanish, which right. translates better in English. <laughs> <laughs> in my head it does yeah right uh, it just it, if he says it looks cool that's already a fucking point for that movie so homework assignment this week get a list of movies from him and we won't watch <laughs> no those. there's some he I no he'll tell us to watch Double Dragon probably actually <laughs> I don't know if he watches a lot of movies to be honest like he 
it's funny that we're talking about Pulp Fiction. He was the one that told me not to watch it because also I was like five years old. So get me started on Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know what? That's not even in my top five. <laughs> movies of all time? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, what's, of it's, all time, I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, animated films, Incredibles 2, which is a fun movie, Isle of Dogs. Good movie. Forgettable, though, huh? Yeah. I like, like, when oh, yeah. I saw the nomination for it, because we went and saw it together, right? Yeah. I remember thinking it was great, and then when I saw the nomination, I was like, that was this year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, good movie, but it doesn't um, really stick with you. Yeah, Ralph Breaks the Internet. It's, it has a good message. It's very adult. I thought that was a very good movie, but it doesn't compare to Spider-Verse. Spider, yeah, Spider-Verse is great. And I'll be fucking shocked if that movie doesn't work. Yeah, it would really surprise me. It's just all around a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fun, well-told, well-paced, well-drawn. Totally different than anything you will see this year, or probably in 2020. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is an amazingly done movie. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to take a break right now. But before we do, I just want to give a shout-out to Andrew Hartha at Andrew Hartha 93 and Stephen Daly at I am Stephen Daly on um for commenting on uh, some of our our polls and also to um Cineverse Scum on Instagram because he commented on the Captain Marvel article that I wrote but he does I don't know if I should be pushing other people so but he does reviews and daily recommendations and stuff but uh check all these guys out but anyway I need to get a drink or I'm gonna pass out and take a break. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy. The chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Alright everyone, thanks for putting up with me this week because I'm cranky and sick. But I also last week to, hold on, sorry for interrupting. No, no, no. It's want, cool. Interrupt the cranky <laughs> sick <laughs> And I want to apologize to everybody for dealing with me for just Defending Leslie Jones? No, I'm (laughs) That's horrible. Just so before anyone, like, thinks that I'm anti-woman, I did write an article defending the Captain Marvel movie and saying that people should not hate on it just because it stars a woman. Because you shouldn't. That's true. I'm a very forward-thinking movie. More so than Danny, who once called a teenage girl a bitch. Because she spoiled something for you. Yeah, that was kind of bitchy. So, I mean, I... (laughs) Whatever, whatever. But um, you really did, and I totally cut you off. And I'm sorry, you were going to say something. No, that was my only thing. For sorry for apologizing for. Well, what I wanted to say then was, um, last week we were touching on how you don't watch trailers, and you kind of really briefly told us that um, sometimes they give away too much. Sometimes they just don't give you interest in a movie, even though maybe you should be interested in the movie. So I remember there was a time not very long ago. That you actually would watch trailers. Something pushed you over the edge. So what's the movie that made you decide that, fuck trailers, I'm going into movies cold? Uh, You know what? It's nothing put me over the edge. That's the best part about that answer. Because it was called... This this is funny because it actually ties into the first 
episode that we did. You always do that, and it's so cool. You're able to tie <laughs> things like you did it last week. The last segment tied into the first segment. You know, I like to be a narrator, and we have uh, this audible thing that we do called the podcast. And you know, I think people like stories, and and I love continuity. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally. It's, it's my jam. <laughs> That's what the kids say. So this actually starts with uh, Star Wars: A Force Awakens. Oh, last time he made Star Wars comments, people were a little upset. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, this is what, 2015? 2014? Jesus Christ, was it, was it that long ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, was, yeah we, we've known each other for a good while now. Well, yeah. Uh, we've known each other for three, four Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> four uh, so, Star Wars movies, two podcasts, and two presidents? Yeah. 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 One president, yeah, yeah, and so far only one government, but like yeah. eight or nine government shutdowns. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Star Wars, uh, Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars uh, Force Awakens was what uh, made me kind. Of, I saw the first trailer, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, this yeah, is awesome!" I remember the first, yes, it was so cool, and it's one of the greatest trailers that I remember seeing, uh, being really fucking excited about, and right. then. It starts to hit me that I don't want to know anymore. I don't want to know more about the story. I yeah. don't want to know about the characters. Right. I just want to go in cold. That's so, so no joke. That is fucking cool, and that's a really good idea. And so it kind of like just did it. I did it with Star Wars, right? And I kind of like it. Kind of started dwindling with other things, like I stuff that I didn't want affect my judgment really right and uh i think star wars comes out 2015 i think i quit my job uh that i worked there for a long time just so you would not hear about star wars <laughs> you quit your job yeah, and just locked job. yourself yeah. up in like, a room yeah yeah, yeah. and it's so because it's so tied with it as well no i didn't go because of that but that'd be fine actually i'm gonna start telling <laughs> that story uh no so i think I, I'm already like not seeing a lot of trailers by this time. It's twenty like, right. a year later that I and this isn't on purpose. It just so happened. Yeah, it just happened. Right. Yeah, right, right. Um, and a friend of mine was like, "Hey, let's go see the the visit with uh, Shyamalan." Uh, yes, I remember. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, I never, I haven't heard of this film. I haven't right. seen a trailer. It was kind of small. I remember. Yeah, it was a small, small marketing. Release. I think he like self financed it and everything. Yeah, I do remember that. And um, I was super excited because I was like, "Well, he's already." He's a kind of like coming up again. Like he did his shitty movies. Like uh-huh. I'm ready to. You're be. one of those. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like, let's continue. Let's see what he has. It you know right. it could it could only be bad. It could it could be bad. Worst case scenario, really that, which is a very good attitude. Yeah, and it was free, yeah. and I was unemployed, right. so my friend was trying to like pick me up, and I was like, all right, let's do get this. you like, to take a shower finally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, that's actually a good reason. Because <laughs> uh, the girl that I was seeing at the time, I don't think she like encouraged me to shower. She's like, just you know. Being it, <laughs> being depressed. That's a story for another but, day. That's whatever. <laughs> uh, that's why I'm not seeing her anymore. Uh, but yeah, so like it kind of the visit was this very fun movie without knowing any context of it. Right. And this is the same person that you know was very excited for it. She, right. You know, she kind of like built herself up. And kind of like letting herself down, and she's like, "Oh, you're gonna be." Uh, you know what? That's a common theme for her. She sees um trailers and really works herself up over them. Yeah. I have noticed. And there's nothing wrong with no, that. There's no, there's there's nothing, wrong, and there's yeah, nothing no. wrong. If you want to see trailers, go ahead. By all right. means. I, 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 I have nothing against trailers. <laughs> and I don't either. I really don't either. But it just this thing became like a, a 
a thing where I'm like, I don't want to know more. Like, actually, right. I, by knowing maybe who the director is, who's going to star in it, maybe kind of gets me excited. But even yes. then, like, sometimes they, like, actors make terrible movies. Like, look, look at Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence in Passengers. Right. Or Liam ne- Neeson in anything that's not taken. Yeah. <laughs> there are a little Schindler's List. Yeah. And yeah, there's a yeah. bunch of like, t- like movies that you're like, well, this guy did this thing that's good. Right. And they did this thing that's terrible. You know, it's a 50-50 chance, really. There's a lot of times you'll be like, what, how did that movie fail? It yeah, has, yeah. Uh, Margot Robbie was in that movie earlier this year with uh, Simon Pegg. Terminal or something? It was like a modern noir. Yeah, that scene. Uh, that that look on your face. Yeah, me. I was like... I you know, that's about how much buzz it got. Yeah, so th- these are things that are, you know, they're not going to be, you know, great. So right. the trailer, and as I mentioned before, it's either going to give you too much, too little, or nothing at all. Right. And sometimes, like the Star Wars films, they all give you a little bit of hints and pat hints of what might happen. They tease you. They tease <laughs> they you. Yeah, tease yeah, you. yeah, exactly. And this is, I think, going back to the conversation that we had earlier, people expected a certain thing out of The Last Jedi. Right. And they didn't get it. They didn't get that thing. So people were pissed. Whatever it being, you know, whatever the result of the movie is, they weren't pissed because they didn't get that thing. Right. But that makes a great story. Like, you know, you're not getting a thing. So, like, if I go into a movie thinking that, like, oh, I'm going to get Ray as Lineage. Skywalker or whatever. Right, yeah. Right. It, cool. Like, you're hinting that. Or Luke's going to kill somebody. Cool. Like, why? Like, you're not giving me so much about it. So, like, I essentially started dropping off of it. And I think when I declared that I wasn't going to watch trailers anymore people were like well how are you going to do at the movie theaters i was like no that's the best way to watch trailers i would agree with that's actually something i always look forward to is the previews yeah i absolutely agree with you um going back to your force awakens trailer um yeah the trailers were awesome the first time i saw force awakens in theaters um I don't know, can you mention spoilers well, for Force Awakens? At this point, we should fucking... Alright, so, the first time I'm watching Force Awakens in theaters, um, before the movie starts, and this is at Cinemark, so I'm gonna throw them <laughs> under the bus. So before the movie starts, you know how they have the, the little commercials, right? Like, and right. they have the quiz, like, which actor is this? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like whoever, Jack Nicholson, Roger Rabbit, or Warren Beatty, and has right. a picture or something. So the picture they show, it's Harrison Ford, Han Solo from The Force Awakens as he's obviously dying. Oh, no way. Yeah, fucking Cinemark and Verizon. Because it was a question sponsored by Verizon. So I'm watching it. Never had seen the movie. Did not know what to expect. I, I'm not I'm not one of those guys that read leaks. or I do watch trailers. I don't read reviews. I don't read um, leaks or scripts until after I've seen a movie. Right. So I see that and I'm like, fuck, Han Solo's going to die in this goddamn movie. And I'm being told 20 minutes before 20, it starts. Yeah. Almost an hour before, I think. <clears throat> yeah. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, and going back to the other thing you said about awesome trailers, uh, the first time I saw First Awakens when they showed the Lucasfilms thing. Yeah. Uh, goosebumps. But anyway. Yeah, sorry. no, there's, and there's a lot of things that are really cool about trailers, and especially like seeing them in, in a theater with everybody else. It gives you... You get excited. Yeah. You and grab the person next yeah. to you. It's and super cool. That's a fucking cool thing, because, like, that's the thing that sucks about, like, showing trailers at fucking on, like, a Super Bowl game or whatever. Right. You're going to see it with a bunch of people, but most of the time you're just seeing it with yourself, and, yeah, you're going to break a YouTube 
record or whatever showing this trailer a billion fucking times. Right. They're, everything that social media has done has kind of like taken away from us being talking about it right there. It's no longer, it's becoming more of a uh, water cooler moment than right. like, holy fuck, what the fuck is it? What, a, what the fuck is this? There's something to be said for um, just technology in general. Like, I love technology and I love streaming services. Yeah. And I watch YouTube like every night before I go to bed. That's like my way of like calming myself down for sleep. But you're right. Um, the ease of access has taken away a lot of that shared experience of yeah. movie theaters. And, and I totally agree with you. And I, I will say this about the trailer thing too. When this wasn't like some big crusade you were on because you just randomly told me one day, like I hadn't asked if you had seen some trailer and you were just like, Oh no, I don't watch trailers. Like it wasn't like this. It might sound like this. Oh, he's a cool guy. <laughs> he did not make a big deal. I joke around about it, yeah. right? but it was just something you did. <laughs> yeah. And like sometimes I'll break that vouch of like not watching a trailer waiting. Right. Uh, Cause I did it with Captain Marvel and right. And I think I did it with Spider-Man too. Like, the homecoming, homecoming far yeah. from home, far from home. No homecoming. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. actually, and I just saw far from home. Actually, good trailer, huh? Looks looks good. Yeah. Uh, it does. And this this is the thing. Like those trailers don't make me get excited for them. Like far from really? home. Far from home. I was like, oh, it's like homecoming. Like I didn't care for the trailer, and I don't care. Do for you the... think that you might be jaded? I'm, I'm I'm being serious because I saw the far from home trailer, and it did get me like amped up. Like yeah. I. I was asking people, like, hey, like, water cooler. I was like, yeah. have you seen the Far From Home trailer? Because I think it dropped, like, at 8 in the morning. Yeah. I'm, I'm asking I'm texting people, like, have you seen this trailer? Like, it, like I don't know. Maybe it's, like, how much I, I geek out over movies or... I think... I, there's movies I do geek out with. And there's movie... Trailer, I'm sorry, movie trailers I geek out with. Right. There's going to be very few movies that I got really mad at. Ready Player One is... One of those that I was like, this movie should never be done, whatever. One day we will tell the Ready Player One story <laughs> when we went and saw it because it is hilarious. <laughs> one of the best movie experiences I've ever had. And it's absolutely but, unintentional. <laughs> it was so good. But other than, you know, there's not a lot that excites me. Like, uh, I was I I, te- I, t- I put on Instagram, you know, Captain Marvel. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to like, get my words. I'm, sorry, I fucking uh, I'm trying to like, get my thoughts here straight. Like I I I Instagrammed once, like on a caption, like you know, not excited for the movie, but I still drew right. his character. And then a friend of mine was like, "Weren't you excited when she punched the old lady?" I was like, "That's nothing. Like it really doesn't do anything right. for me. Like I know the movie's gonna be good. I know I'm gonna have fun." But sometimes the trailers don't do anything. Like it's right. either going to bring your excitement, excite your expectations up. It's my expectations for Captain Marvel has already been up because first of all, she's a character that I do enjoy a lot. Right, she's like, cool. I, yeah, I I've read it. a lot of her stuff, and I'm like, fuck yeah, she deserves to have her movie. Right, you know. But you know, sometimes it just doesn't work that way. And I thought Spider Man Homecoming was going to be their first terrible movie. Really? Yeah, just because wow. the trailer didn't do anything for me. And this is the thing that worked. Like, it it just doesn't work. And, like, for Last Jedi, uh, when I saw that in theaters, I was like, fuck. Like, my expect- I First of all, like, Star Wars, like, I get fucking excited. I get a boner just thinking about it. I'm, I have it right now. Look at this guy <laughs> backpedal from episode. <laughs> I was a child. Actually, this is a, like, 
it's so funny that like I got to see Star Wars like in Spanish and in English and right. Like, and like in in movie theaters, like that's really still fucking cool. Yeah. Even though there are like the remakes or whatever, I got to see that, and I still took had like my mom take me to see Episode One. I, I think I, Eight Mile came out, but Attack of the Clones was out at the same time. Yes, it was around the same. Time. Yeah, yeah, around yeah. the same time. Yeah. And I told my dates, we're gonna go see Star Wars. Like there was all these things that. And I'm this like, is when Eminem was at his peak. Yeah. 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 And, like, I had my sister ditched for episode three, you know. My sister, like, bought my tickets for Force Awakens. We we did the last... We've seen everything, like, at this point. I've done a fucking marathon for it. That's right. You were live-tweeting marathon. Yeah. You watch... Uh, now, the first episode, there was the New Hope is Boring thing that he... You talked about when you were a yeah. kid. But Danny's a huge, huge Star Wars fan. Like, all the fucking cartoons as you were yeah, on. I, so I, I saw... Like everything canonically, I like you know it's just insane like how much time and effort I had to put for that. Right. For me not to see a fucking trailer is very fucking hard because I'm just like, where does this place? Right. And I'm doing right. like a marathon like that. It's just like insane because right. I'm like, where does it take place during this time? Does this take? Uh, at least that's where the Star Wars. But yeah, Star Wars was a reason why I stopped watching trailers. That's super interesting. That I. I I never ever would have guessed that, but it makes sense because there's uh they yeah they do set an expectation for it. now earlier I said the last Jedi sucks it's not that it sucks I just think it's a weak film in the Star Wars canon uh, Star Wars saga films I think it's very very weak um I don't know if it's the trailer that set that up for me it's the whole Cantu Bright thing that I I just mm-hmm. really really couldn't get behind. That being said, I like what you're, you're not watching trailers due to Star Wars to me is very interesting, <laughs> but it makes complete sense. I'm going to keep watching trailers. Yeah, no, I, I, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing. Like, like sometimes trailers just pop up out of nowhere, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm already watching this. Uh, Endgame. Like, I was uh, scrolling on Twitter at fucking five in the morning. Right. And it just pops up, and I'm like, what, what is this? And, yeah. like, little by little, I'm like, like, cause there will be trailers that, do get you like pumped up or something? Yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. Black Panther was one of them. I, I, I yeah. know that. Like, I said, it's not worthy for an Oscar, but it is worthy for it. It's a good movie. It's a yeah, really good, just yeah. because something's not worthy for an Oscar doesn't mean it's not a good yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's a really good movie. Um, it's just like, this thing that it just. I was like, holy fuck! I am pumped, and then like, you know, it had all this hype because it's a it had Kendrick Lamar like on, on music, right. and I'm like, fuck! I'm I'm ready for this. And, yeah. and it's just like things of excitement and that do push you. And that's what a trailer should do. It should push you for excitement. To be excited for this movie and say, next to the guy or girl, I want to go see that. Right. And right. that's that's what a trailer should do. Like or say, you know, this movie sucks. Because I remember telling my sister, like for a Star is Born, this movie looks terrible, but I want to go watch it. Right. And by this time we were like this has already been out a couple of times and just like yeah, it's like the third version, fourth version, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah, been it's quite a number of like, times. Yeah, I'm ready. I was ready for it, and my expectations for this movie was low. Maybe that's why I think it's so great because yeah. my expectations for this movie were so fucking low. But I like Bradley Cooper, Brad, Bradley Cooper, and Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga, and it just exceeded my expectations of what right. the movie could be. And look at it now; it's like nominated for awards and right. But yeah, that's why I don't watch trailers. That is very interesting. And you know what? 
for the second week in a row, you make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's no, you're right. With I totally agree with you. Trailers can undersell things. Upgrade. I thought oh, had a yeah. horrible trailer, and I said I wanted to watch that. Yeah, and then I saw it. I was like blown away because yeah. I just saw it because just randomly on a Saturday morning, and that was very good. Um, sometimes uh, they do give too much away, like. We keep talking about that Dog's Journey movie, which I don't think either of us will ever watch. No, no. But, but we don't have to because the trailer gives it all away. Exactly. Yeah. And there's going to be like movies that, you know, again, not all these movies are made for us, you know, right. so you can't give it a, that kind of judgment. Yeah. It might look bad, but, you know, there's going to be that one kid or grown up that's going to be like, I want to fucking watch that. Oh, no. Yeah. I have people who have told me. I, I know people who just multiple people who saw Dog's Journey this past weekend because yeah. they went and took their kids to see it. And they enjoyed them. Not the kids. Yeah, the kids enjoyed it, but their parents enjoyed it, too. So, yeah, just because we don't like a movie doesn't mean it's a bad one. Now, we have better taste than most of them. <laughs> 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 Obviously. <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. Well, thank you all for listening, and thank you for making this even more awkward. Thanks, Pat. Uh, you can find, uh, or Nathaniel, on Instagram <laughs> at Nathan Fortaste. I know him as Pat. He was my Pat first. And <laughs> there's like was. there's like five Patricks that work at Adventures in Forte, so I go by my first name. Which I don't agree with, but whatever. Um I'm Danny. You could find me the on Instagram. Only Danny. And <laughs> you can find me on uh Twitter and Instagram at default underscore player. Uh don't forget to follow the website on Twitter. At AIPT Movies. And you can uh, find Adventures in Movies on Spotify, but iTunes? Oh, no, it no, up. You stole my line. You can find us on iTunes and anywhere you could download your podcast. It makes it sound more professional. Also, you could drop us a line on Twitter, Instagram. You'll get mentioned on the show. Don't forget to subscribe, share, tell your mom about it, your girlfriend. Rate us. Rate us. Berate us? No, don't berate us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. Uh, but yeah, thank you all for listening, and I hope you guys have a great weekend. And cut. Cut.